Welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community, all of my 5D mystics and functional adults. If anybody's new, 5D is a group of people who have the emotional and mental accountability of themselves as a person. So they move into securely attached people in their own timing uh, together as a community when we have our lovely emotion building regulation episodes and all of them really inner growth mindset also living relationships minus the drama so for paid subscribers you know those are our two areas of focus and then we have a master class that i'm getting ready to start setting up and to share on that note, we move beyond spirituality, so there's not supernatural when it comes to mysticism. We have Claire's because this is a big body of energy and uh, a lot more. So I'm not going to do too much except for, yeah, devil, demon, this stuff. It exists in the plane of shared consciousness, but it's not a truth in the way that you would feel about it for those who still don't have their attachment system in their human being body and their social system in their human being body and brain in the forefront so i explain how that's important usually and that's where i'm going to leave it though because right now my channeled guidance is for the people who know how to be friends with each other and say you're a shit no you're a shit fuck you fuck you and we hug it out that's it so i'm going to start right into when you're a securely attached person because that's what our relationships are built on. So when we're dealing with those who are not securely attached, even if around them there's going to be 3D, 4D energies, they all have the envy, spite, jealousy, um, the malevolent mannerisms of people who have unresolved trauma and insecurity. So they're, they're poor human beings who have suffering in their body. It's not a devil in the actuality of a devil. No, it's a zero, one-year-old that attachment system and social system and that brain did not have the opportunity to develop in a healthy environment so if, if, if anything we want to see them go to a healthy psychologist who can describe to them all of what i just said so we're going to start so here when i encounter and you will for sure have clown faces i call them clown faces because there's a mass they don't even know about it but it's a poor infant who doesn't know about themselves. The adult doesn't take ownership of their inner child. So most teenagers are what lead the way, the adoptive child. Unfortunately, some of those teenagers make reckless decisions, like we see teenagers, I remember being a teenager. However, once they're an adult, what that really is, is compulsive behavior from patterns that developed to soothe their own nervous system and their attachment system and their, again, social system, and they don't know how it is to be a human. So they might be doing yoga or they might be doing any of the other aspects that is within the realms of trending topics. Uh, I, love, I love mindfulness. It supports people to use their prefrontal cortex and yoga. It supports people to get that ventral vagal nervous system toning exercises in. I love all the mental health professionals and I love most of all people like Patrick Tiahandel. So he's a therapist, childhood trauma survivor, and he shares with his community not only how to work with their actual flashbacks and what comes up, but how to not project their own childhood, their business onto others and to identify it. Okay, so on that note, the people who are healed and are aware of themselves as people, they are in the 5D community. So mystic or functional adults, either or. 
They say, hi, I'm a human and I'm going to make mistakes. <laughs> You're a human. You're going to make, oh, that's so funny. So we're probably going to be getting very passionate soon, aren't we? Yeah, you better bet. And that's never going to die. Nope, it's only going to grow. Yep, why? Because, oh, yes, our love, our nature, that's what it is. To be a human, it's called ventral vagal nervous system. Do you know how to keep it on? Oh, yes, I do. What are we keeping on? Our nervous system in our Green, thank you, Stephen Porges. Yes, that's an integrated brain that we have going on right here, and I get to share with people again emotional building, regulation skills, relationships minus the drama. The inner growth mindset it supports you to deal with the unknown, unexpected, unwanted from within while going with the, the flow. Your flow, not my flow. You're following your heart, not my heart, and it's your inner growth, not mine. So it's you being yourself. It's you moving into becoming the healthy self-worth of you, which is you're not superior or inferior, and your three-year-old heart is whole. Like I said, if there are people who came over here from having a broken defectiveness, shame, heartbreak, they know about Patrick Tiahan and other great childhood trauma therapists. They also know about their attachment system and their attachment category, and they know about their triggers. Above all, they know no shame, and oh, shame, they're not devil, demon, child. There is none of that. They know the th three years of life, implicit memory. Thank you very much. Their body. So wild, 4D, 3D, other soul age groups. Oh, yes, I forgot. I'm an enlightenment soul age group channeler. I'm not somebody in another soul age group. So those 4D and other soul age groups serve other purposes, which is for people who don't want to move out of their teenage land. And they lead with it, and they will have the traditional cults, the culty cults, and their ethical cults, and they will follow a leader, and we will see them, and we will know who they are, and that is all. Okay, so in our relationships, though, we deal with people who are awesome, because when you can keep that love button always on, and you're a mystic, by the way, this is where the sense of self is that button, by the way, so your own Purusha Prakriti, you got tango in front of you, and it ain't dying. And it ain't going hot and cold on you either. And it ain't being confusing and it's not hiding anything. Uh, so on that note, what happens when we have people who do have triggers, but they are 5D. So they're taking ownership, right? Okay. So there's no, as I said, shame about having insecure attachment or having childhood trauma. There's, hi, I have a story and here's my story. And here's how I am. Okay, so on that note, I want to thank anybody who stopped by but is not part of our group for stopping by. And thank you. For those who stick around, let me move into, because today is a 14th of October, if I remember correctly. So we have a solar eclipse and a new moon. And this is very important, energetically speaking. And... <clears throat> A person who has finally achieved their way back home is a securely attached three-year-old in the body of a person, and it's your energy, and it's your heart, and it's your name, and it's you in a brain that works pretty great, and you have knowledge about yourself as a person. Okay, so you understand, simply put, that reactiveness means you're going to have, I'm so sorry, I, I just got really pissy in my pants, okay, but not in a way of, oh, I need to watch everything I say, let me filter my words, let me, uh, no, you're not taking care of people, 
You don't feel this social pressure. You don't have shame, as I said. No shame. Whoever wants to keep it, they can go keep it and be with their other people. I'm speaking no shame because we know how to love and respect all life forms, all people. If there's not a weapon in a person's hand, if they represent no physical threat, if they are, this is where though you have to have a really good relationship with your emotional body to be here. And I'm seriously, really, really good means it doesn't mean you know anything. No, no. You just know that you will choose, you have chosen not to lift one finger or mouth or head. None of your intents will ever involve in any way, shape or form hurting another human being or anyone emotionally, mentally, or physically. That is, it is not because of a belief system. It's because you've decided with your heart body and value body. So there is no need for shame. And I'm making this distinct explanation because some people do say shame helps. No, it doesn't help anyone to become their own Purusha Prakriti. But what does help is to explain that it's because you have made a very conscious choice with your physical human being brain to never, ever, ever lift a finger or a mouth or a any thought to be with an intent to hurt somebody's feelings. Again, you, we all know what it's like to have thoughts. So please, let's not bullshit it, okay? One reason why other soul age groups say, Maria, evil does exist because people have... Joy from hurting. Yes, misery calls misery. It's a sad human being who has human suffering in their body and has no idea that they could get out of it with a good therapist, not with us. So when we see people who do envy, jealousy, spite, and revenge, when we are around people who are actually um, presenting very clearly signs of rejoicing while others are scared for their physical life, and people who are rejoicing out of creating heartbreak for real, not pretend. I, I'm being very serious today with these examples. I know of these examples. I'm using them from personal Maria experience. I, I have a very good gut. The thing is, my three-year-old has never had heartbreak because somebody does not know that that's really sad, that you feel that way in your own physical human being body. And there's no devil for the excuse that of whatever you're making up in your brain if I was a teenager, I wouldn't have known this just yet, but now that I'm an adult and I have physics and the mental health community, I'm like, wow, maybe it's good they have an excuse for why they're justifying their self-righteous contempt and rumination and unresolved trauma. And maybe it's better than facing the truth of their zero one-year-old and getting that one-year-old sensation into a land of equanimity. Maybe, no, maybe it's None of that, and it's just a person that doesn't have a brain to think well with and did not get a hold of good educators because if they had, then they wouldn't be sitting in their body in hell. They'd be like, wow, I'm all over that one. I'm going to go to therapy for the rest of my life because I want ecstasy in my body, and I know it has nothing to do with what I believe in. It has everything to do with my embodied human being brain. All these people explain it. Wow, I'm so happy they explained to me why I feel like crap in here with my emotions. Okay, so this is why we don't go, let me come be mean to you. No, we're like, wow, that's really, I don't even know what I want to, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to move far, far away from you eventually. No, I don't actually have to. So here's where 5D Mystic, I presented something similar to a human being who, as I was telling them this, and, and this is a lovely person, 
they are actually on a healing journey. They're bipolar and they shared their lovely story. In fact, grown-ups know how to talk about when they're having to tell their family, you know, if you don't go to therapy, I'm not going to be able to be around you because you are re-triggering. No, no, you're not re-triggering, but the way you handle stuff. I'm on a healing journey. I'm feeling way better. I'm in a good spot. When you do what you do, I get in a bad spot. I don't want to be in a bad spot. It took me a long time to get here and I'm feeling really good about myself right now. So they will have a conversation with their family about why they can't be around them unless there's mediators and people that are helping them to learn how to dialogue together. They won't be like, you're an asshole, let me... No, that's unresolved trauma. That's your fight response. That's not a passionate conversation. Passionate means that we all are on board with saying, you're an asshole, fuck you, fuck you. So we're actually used to being able to have that exchange, (laughs) which does happen, by the way. I have one of my friends, you're a fucking asshole. Right now, I'm thinking about writing my lovely friend. I haven't heard from him in a while. But actually, on a side note, no. See, this friend, I think they've gone a little soft on me, meaning that they're not as confident as they used to be. Well, they never really worked on moving out of their inner child wound with their adaptive child. So they're settled in their soul age group and in their state of consciousness. So they're in more of a passive way living life right now. And so that's why I feel that they're a little bit more sensitive. So long story short, this is where we care about our loved ones. So we don't do anything that might be emotionally a burden to them. And on this friend, for example, I was like, yeah, you know what? Maybe on next time I'm going to ask them, are you bothered when we joke around? Because I just want to make sure you're, you're good. Um, and to see what they say and treat them, FYI, like a grown-up. I'm like... People who are, I'm going to tend to them. So let me filter my mouth every time I'm around them. Because I'm going to be the good child that takes care of mommy and daddy. And you know, this is a sad story. Because people who actually don't realize this is exactly what a three-year-old who doesn't have self-worth in mind. Because healthy self-worth, you're not superior and fear. Stop being the person who thinks that the world is on your shoulders or, excuse me, feels. You don't have to take care of anybody. Nobody's asking you to take care of them. It's not about the actions, though. It's your attachment system that you want to be aware of. So your window of welcome, your your nervous system, let me say, your emote, the sensation arising from your heart. That's what you want to bring to equanimity. I'm trying to get a specific, your body. If you don't create with the body, oh, wait a minute, I can be free like a bird. I'm free like a bird. There's that one, fly like a eagle. What is it? That song, fly. I forget the song, but it's a 60s or 70s. I want to fly like an eagle. I need to look it up. So long story short, this is what our relationships, minus the drama, but that's because we have securely attached people behind it. So I take ownership of my heart, of my thoughts, of everything. And whenever I'm boo, I'm like, well, I'm here. I have my hand. I put it on my heart, have my brain. I think about things in equanimity land. There you go. Problemo solved. Yes, yes. And it's not a problemo, by the way. No, it's called our attachment system. Longs to be seen so that we can then feel soothed in our body. So the body actually expects to get contingent communication. A securely attached person will know of this. I raise my hand. So again, anybody who's here now can raise their hand too. The difference is if you've always had the three-year-old with heart whole, wholeness of heart, you're like, hey, somebody's getting pushy, you're like, um, hmm. Basically, they're like not even flinching a rock. They don't even notice it because that's how soft we are. So they will see us looking at them 
they will see an absence of anything and they will not be aware of shit or they'll be confused. And if they're confused, it's because they were trying to do something with whatever flinching they were doing and they didn't get a reaction out of you. And that's the minute that they're more confused than ever because of that excuse of the whole devil, demon, and monster baby stuff. And when people think they can read each other and others can't, yeah, that's why 5D, we're smart. We know we all read each other because we're nervous system. The difference is my prefrontal cortex is locked in and loaded because I don't have trauma. So my higher social connection areas of my human brain are on. The people who think they can know everybody, but they have PTSD, uh, that would be trauma memory that hasn't been resolved yet. Yeah, they're going to be in their alarm system and escape threat areas, mid part of the brain. This is when eye contact is made. So while I'm looking at them, I'm not feeling threatened. My brain's online. I'm participating. I'm aware of what they're doing. I'm just not feeling anything different in my ventral vagal nervous system state. And they're going to be confused. And their brain is actually in a very different state as is their nervous system. So I'm going to go back to my friend. As I share with them, there's no devil, demon, evil, none of that. And they present to me, this is dangerous what you're saying. And I was like, no. I laughed inside my head, not in their face. I probably did smirk though because I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't see you owning this plane of devil demon. I mean, in the sense that whenever somebody's like, you can't do that, it's dangerous. It's like, I just spoke out of my mouth. <laughs> I don't know, you're confused. So the friend's like, I'm a, I'm a mystic too. I'm like, okay, I know a person from the Masons. I've seen this and they start listening their, their experiences. I'm like, I, I hear what you're saying. I understand you. I, I there's no danger. Did you not notice that these people have trauma? Oh, did you not notice they need a good therapist? Uh, did you not notice that their compulsive behaviors tend to keep them very ill at a certain point since drugs, alcohol, sex on the go and everything, your body's just going to deteriorate in time. Did you not notice there's, there's no, no, but you're saying, mm, when it comes to, you know, the systems, that's going to be fixed pretty quickly, I might add, because yeah, there's something about smart brains and smart brains need to be integrated. Otherwise, they're not smart brains. They're not going to be stable, mature, adaptive, rational, or teachable because integrated brains are the ones that are flexible, adaptive, flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable. And also a integrated brain has a down-regulated default mode network. So my actual ventral vagal nervous system is always on, which means my restorative embodied self, my homeostasis, I forgot. So I'm going to optimally age and they're not hmm let me think about what you're saying to me again and i didn't go into all of this explanation because see the minute a person wants to tell somebody else what you're doing is dangerous i'm a mystic too and here's all the list of why i know what i'm telling you we have what is called an adaptive child emotion response and it's a human being who just said, I'm going to tell you why you're wrong and I'm right. And I list to you everything and I want to maintain the linear thought that I'm doing right now and make it all about my breadcrumb trail of experiences, my subjective experience, which is not subjective. It's a truth. And I'm going to not stop until you let me. And if you do start to contradict me in any shape, way or form, I might get rigid in my mannerisms and then I might withdraw and all of this can go in many different ways. But here's the beauty of being a 5D person. Even before I was a mystic. As a teenager, I learned how to do the right silence and start nodding my head. And that's because um, 
it started as a joke and a game uh, because in Italy we have a saying, the Neapolitans, um, and it's that the people who are, how am I going to translate this one? Uh, anyways, I, I can't, but people who just want you to nod yes, so you just say yes, okay, okay. So I, I learned as a teenager how to start doing that. And then I started to learn how not to do it at all, but just to do it inside because people would get pissed. Stop doing that because they would know that I was doing it because now you're just basically not shutting up and I want to leave. So I'm going to start just nodding my head so that I can fucking leave because I really don't want to hear you anymore. And not because I... So again, here's where... Let's move into adult land because all of that... I've seen adults that do it. Let me get back to the example of why people are not dangerous, but they have trauma. And okay, the people who are dangerous, they're in prison. It's unfortunate. They have low emotional intelligence. They have a brain structure that needs support. Again, trauma is a serious deal. So let us help the mental health community to spread the word. There's compassionate-based therapists that even go to prison, prison like Russell Colts and share about compassion and how to work to dissolve that poor shame defectiveness of the three-year-old individual who had an environment where they were not safe. So long story short, the devil and demons, yes, there's a plane. It is not a plane that exists in the real world, meaning those people who do things that they do, the scale of Michael Stone, 1 to 22 of evil, they all need a good therapist, all of them. From the 1 to 9, which get in trouble by accident, to the ones that have psychopathic traits, to the ones who are actual psychopaths, and that there's even this whole triad, black triad, this political science guy was talking about it. They all need good therapy. And I love academia and research for one reason, and I've always known why, empirical data. In time, it builds up. And you know what I know institutions do with it? And I know so many people are like, this is a free world. And then, no, it's not. It's only free for, yeah. Okay, so putting to the side this word, <laughs> the word in and of itself. I used to have so many ideas with that word until I saw that the way I was taught it, I am a political science major. And lo and behold, one of the most interesting uncoverings for me, this human being who has known equanimity for my entire life, was the day that I found out I not only spent a buttload of money on my education and they sold me a lot of bullshit, put to the side the bullshit part because I didn't do it for uh, the reasons that other people do school. I love learning. There's a difference. Uh, what I was upset, and to this day I'm upset, is you giving me subjective information. You are not an educator. You should have given me data. Then you can color on the sides, and that's where mm, I'm a smart person because I use my brain. And I can see when you're tainting with your words because I can use words too, which is why when people say you're true, yes, I do choose my words, not based on a dictionary. I choose them based on trying to allow myself to be in equanimity. This was something that came up gradually. We all did the episodes together as well. Okay, so I'm using stories again as examples. And let me move back into our relationships. Take all of that as food for thought. An example of how a securely attached person handles this brain when you're an adult, it's not right or wrong. It's about the way you evaluate openly all and in the absence of reactivity, which means it's not a truth. None of these are truths. These are thoughts. These are words. Mahasamadhi samadhi. So being able to use your brain this way is very easy for a person who has true self 
worth because you're not superior inferior you're spelling out your subjective life experience that involves your thoughts which involves information you've gathered da, 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 da. but your body is where you're going to feel this and the body you will know because you maintain the saliva you maintain a nervous system that is at ease you maintain within you a specific level of organ movement if instead you're making it in a personal way so meaning you're getting charged now you're not going to be in this ease you're going to be with a dry mouth you're going to be with shaky hands potentially you're going to feel your heart beating i've had one of those situations where i remember my my saliva was dry and it was because i was in this very important and interesting but might i add discussion with one of my lovely friends and i was like wow i was paying attention to my body i think i'm in sympathetic right now <laughs> you know but i'm in like more of a anxiety quote unquote but it wasn't anxiety i was just dry mouth shaky hands i'm you know in my chest but i'm not agitated i'm just you know having again a heated conversation so it's normal i'm a mammal like anybody else we self-regulate but we co-regulate so we have that social system and it synchronizes so synchronizing to the emotional body of another person to the other person's nervous system and they were very into their thing and i'm like regulating myself though because that's what a secure attachment person can do Emotional body regulation involves you being aware that you are tending to your nervous system essentially and staying though within the ventral vagal is because while somebody else is getting passionate and heated, I'm not getting passionate and heated like that. I'm staying calm because I have no charge state. I don't have an ego that's involved in it. Let me prove that I'm right to you. Let me prove that I'm wrong. I don't, I'm not trying to prove shit. I'm, I'm sharing a moment. Okay, so we've talked about a number of areas right now. Relationships are this. Relationships for people who are grown-ups are this. And when we look into how you work on yourself, it's personal. And it's your decision if you enjoy to be able and have social, political, religious, environmental, all of those types of conversations in a place of ease, one. Two... This is also the way that you actually learn to see yourself and to get that three-year-old and your attachment system in check and social system. And this is why human 101 versus just the spirituality or yoga stuff or um, holistic mindfulness meditation, we all integrate the star baby stuff, yes, but this is where adding the human is where you can have the empowering version of things and get out of the adaptive child. The adaptive child is a person who looks to ethical cults, culty cults, and traditional cults. So they look to other people, readers, tarot readers, Akashic record readers. I do both. They look to Reiki practitioners. I'm a Reiki practitioner. But they look to people to give them the magic wand a person who's empowered knows this is an added, this is something that can support me on my personal development journey, on my human journey. And my emotional body is serious business, as is my mental body. And there's a group of professionals called mental health professionals, neuroscientists, neurobiologists, 
we have our um, attachment researchers, we have our trauma researchers, and we have people in those fields. And they're the ones who can help me understand my mind. And I can also understand my body. The somatic therapists are important for that. Somatic experiencing, very beautiful. Okay, so let me integrate all of that. Okay, so person 5D, we bring it all together. Okay, when we're dealing with people who are in what others will say are evil, we know they're not. They're people who have a zero one-year-old and they don't know about it. And that's it. So we don't say, let me cancel you because you're a person who doesn't know about your trauma history. No, that's not in any way, shape or form how we handle people. We don't handle them. So I'll use the example. When I'm in situations where I know somebody is actually rejoicing from physically scary situations, even if it's faint, I know why. And usually it's because they have a level of insecure attachment and they have not figured out how to self-regulate so that they can be engaged in their physical human being body with their physical human being brain in a space of their integrated brain with a restorative embodied self. And they can. They can achieve this. There's no actual, um, in this case, I'm thinking of a number of, a handful of people and if you find any good of and if you find any of the good therapists you'll see they tell you you're not a fixed diagnosis your attachment system is able to be worked on by you in your relationships you create the intimacy with your self-regulation so you learn about your nervous system if there's abuse you're going to have had um fight, flight, freeze responses. So there's defense mechanism of the nervous system responses, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please, appease. If there's neglect, emotional, because if there's physical neglect or abuse neglect, that's where uh, it's also fear involved. So fear will always involve your defense mechanism. But if it's emotional neglect, the neglect means that I have a passive, depressed, maybe parent, somebody who can't doesn't turn to me, doesn't celebrate me. And so my brain doesn't develop as well as others because the first year of life, your brain needs certain stimuli and actually the first, all of your life. But the first year is where your right brain hemisphere is online. The first two years of your life, your attachment system will be organized, although they say it's the first seven months that really starts to settle things in. And, and if in those first seven months you don't get consistent contingent communication, your seat of empathy shuts down and your emotional body disconnects because it's too painful. So that's why attachment wounds are important to note. And usually with the attachment wound comes the shame, defectiveness, heartbreak, because it's your only lifeline and you are, in fact, again, an attachment system, a social system, so you also have the social synchronization, so your emotional body synchronizes to those around you. You're being invalidated, you're being ignored, you're actually trying to get attention for reasons of survival. And so, long story short, um, when people are in that, while others continue to focus on the but they're doing something as grown-ups that is not nice we say yes you're correct 
they need good therapy and <laughs> they need good, you know, but they won't want it because they watch movies because they can continue to live. So again, um, there's not perfection. What we can do is be there for my 5D mystics and functional adults. If you're tuning in, you're here to be your own grown-up self, not to point a finger at somebody who can't or who doesn't want to. This is the part. They can't or no, they don't want to. We'll, we'll leave it at that, right? But we also know that some actually will have a situation where they need medication. Uh, they need more open-minded people that are not going to stigmatize them in order to create more relationships. Instead, we still have stigma towards the cluster B group, I think it is, for example, or even for schizophrenia, the cluster C, I think that one is, and bipolar. So when I talk about mental health the way I do, and about all, so narcissism, psychopathy, sociopathy, I still have people who look at me and they say, demon, devil, evil, scary, uh, not human, or what, I, not any of those necessarily, but they look at it like, oh, okay, so the teenage me could have been in that place because I didn't have any information. A 43-year-old me says, what are you talking about? Wait a minute, what are you doing? I'm telling you, I'm trauma-informed, somatic-informed, sensory-motor-informed, attachment-informed. I have all therapists, people who study, and they're all informed, and I'm sharing information, and you're reacting with this is all scary. Did you not hear a word that I just said? Okay, so this is why we want to create conversations, because we are the ones who are open-minded and we want and like knowledge education in a scientific methodology way that means that you are not here to say believe in this believe in that you're here to say we can talk and we can talk about pretty much anything with people and when somebody's reactive we also know you know you don't need to be reactive right i mean i get it but why are you being reactive? And we also embark on that conversation. Learning to respect each other is very easy and straightforward for those of us who care. And as you move into more and more openness, that's why the questions are more of let's talk about it as well as in your close-knit relationships. So for me, with my loved ones, I say, you know, you shouldn't be reacting. I get it, but this information is what's out there so uh, the fear it's like when people talk to me about drugs so i don't do drugs i've never done any drug i have no intention of doing and and most people that have mentioned it it's about the marijuana and it's because of my panic attacks and they're wanting to be helpful if you will uh, and I laugh because this is where I don't, I didn't ask you. I don't want it. Uh, leave me alone. It makes me think of being a teenager. Why are you trying to make me do something? But, but I know I have a experience with drugs, which is there. <laughs> the whole education system that made me scared as shit about it. Okay. So physically speaking, I'm a, objective enough to know that I have bias and that I have been instructed in a specific way and brainwashed, yes. However, this brainwash thing is not something that needs to be brought to an extreme at the same time because I also know that, humanly speaking, I don't care to use drugs for my body. I know how it works. I know how my nervous system works. I know that my panic attacks are not about me being uh, stressed. It's about me as a channeler. 
about me and my relationship. It's about my energy body expanding. It's about me regulating with other people's nerves. It's a lot of things that I know physically about my body. So don't give me the drugs. You can use the drugs if you want to use them. But I know about my inclined reactiveness inside my body. I do acknowledge because I remember being taught it and being in that vulnerable age of 11, 12, 13 and having the teenagers who do reckless shit around us. Okay, so on that note, this is what it means to recognize your charge states. This is what it means to know about yourself as a person and take ownership and accountability. So not say, oh, my friends are trying to be assholes about stuff with drugs. No, I mean, I find it humorous. Do I think it's something that they should do? No, but they have a good relationship with it. So it's actually normal that they are doing it. So why would I use the word should or could or would? This is where it's a subjective experience. Okay, so with all that being said, people who think of people as evil, they will see them as potential threats. People who think people can manipulate them, they will see them as potential threats. People who don't know how to regulate their own emotional body, don't know how to then regulate their mental body because they're not yet in the stable, integrated brain that has a restorative embodied self. So the fact that you can maintain your green is what I'm talking about right now, which means that I'm not affected by your reactiveness, your nervous system, your thought process. I'm a differentiated self. My name is Maria. What's your name? And I can stay present and I can stay attuning to you and I can stay resonating because I know how to use my words. And then I can stay in trust, part from Daniel Siegel's lovely interpersonal neurobiology course. So from the bottom up and up down, I'm not thinking one word while you and I are exchanging information. Meaning that I am thinking of what I am hearing from you as your subjective thought and feeling and experience in your nervous system. And then I will engage and then I will wait for you to respond to me and so forth and so on. And if you're in your biological rudeness, I won't be reactive. I'm not regulating my nervous system according to yours. I will be able to pick it up. It's called a physiological state of compassion because I'm in my prefrontal cortex. That's my third eye, by the way, and it's not because I'm having laser beam focus on you somehow. No, not in any way, shape, or form. Actually, my mind is blank, which is why I will tend to ask stupid quote-unquote questions. I'll use an example. So there are people, all the people that are in my life that I don't, mind seeming quote-unquote stupid and so I like to be able and ask all the questions I want and those who love me for being who I am allow me to that doesn't mean that you always get answers but as I will have shared and anybody who has gone to school no question is a stupid question (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with asking and this is why my lovely 5D mystics and functional adults in, secure, in a secure attachment body, healthy self-worth will not be like, let me not ask the question because those people of that societal group say I shouldn't ask a question or because this sentence automatically moves in this way. So I'm going to assume to know. We don't do assumption. We don't uh, assume. So if I'm curious, I'm going to be intelligent and wander. I'm not going to be the dead sure idiot. And so my friends, they know, and that's why they say sometimes, some of them, there's are stupid questions. Sometimes they're like, oh, okay. And I say, you know, but I still ask, I still want to know. So that's why I also don't know jokes. Okay. 
some people think of people needing to put filters on, read society, da 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 da. When you are in relationship, the key to unlocking and expanding consciousness relationship is being present. And so in your brain, being silent. Attuning means you communicating with another, though, and, and, and checking in and not assuming to know anything. Differentiation of the self. I will not assume to know shit. I don't give a shit if you're doing revenge and be spite. Doesn't matter what's there behind the scenes because really it's just a nervous system. So when people are in their defense nervous system, they're going to be in a fight, flight, fright, attach, cry, collapse, submit, please appease. That's their survival mode. So they're nowhere near at ease. They're going to be agitated. Uh, if they get excited, that's going to be a different energy. You'll notice it because they'll be showering you with excitement. Um, if they are instead in the absence of vitality, uh, you'll notice that as well. And that's the part of where they're all different and distinctive and none of them are going to be things that a person who's a secure attachment individual will say, ah, oh, you can't do it this way. Let me come tell you how to behave. You need to always act excited when you see me. Otherwise, I'm going to think that you don't love me. Uh, if you don't give me flowers every day, I'm going to think you don't love me. And I am making the annoying voice on purpose. Okay, so some people, they do shit like this. When you're your own differentiated self, you don't allow people to push you around. And let's get back into it. So it's a very beautiful day. You all will have learned how not to let people push you around. And so you're adults. And this means you don't get pissy in your pants when people have different opinions about you or them. Or you don't let societal stuff rule you. You don't let people rule you. You don't let around you rule you. You let yourself just be the quirky three-year-old that is your essence. And then you're your adult self. And this is the inner child that you have found in these years or in this past year. That's because you will have noticed how to attach to your own personality securely and to have healthy self-worth within your relationships. You're not superior or inferior. You're not here to change people or the world. You're not here to fix people or the world. You're not here to make your household safe anymore because your first household, which is your body, is safe. And so is the mind that accompanies it. And then that is where you have found the ability to fly like an eagle, na, 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 however that song goes, and to skip in your step and to continue to know, wow, I'm not going to be with fucking boring people. Uh-uh, I think not. Thank you very much. I'm going to go do a lot of nice things in 24 hours. And I'm going to do what makes you happy and then to be with people too. Clown face is included. So you've learned how to balance out self-worth and to know you are your own emperor and empress. You are your own body and mind. You have somatic harmony. You have the restorative embodied self-experience going on. If you have clairs, this simply means that you're able to tap into the oversoul that is yours without being in any type way shape or form affected to the extent of being like oh my god no and if you need more guidance there's paid subscription based model content on the podcast when we get to 1k on the uh, youtube channel it'll be on youtube and we'll have membership content 
it'll be based i think at least one tier on questions because that's what i feel is going to be more important is to answer your questions since the 5d mystic group is one that we are beginning and growing i haven't seen people that integrate 5d the way that is with the human element okay so we're moving beyond always spirituality and spiritual and using the basis of what it is to be a human being your attachment system your social system your human brain the embodied brain to talk about topics now when it comes to readings and i do want to do more readings for you but i need to organize my content calendar for that because readings from a 5d plane involve us not looking um at any person the same way 4d do uh, and that's where i want to organize it with the knowingness of the different attachment categories and systems or styles because the sense of self of those types of people is what's important their sense of self is what steers aspects so anyways put that to the side you're learning how to handle with people that have unresolved trauma and attachment insecurities and it's not by pushing them away or criticizing them it's about knowing that they're looking to find a way to balance out how to live a healthier life within their self so when people have compulsive patterns they need support to see them but not shaming that doesn't work they need support to see how beautiful they are and the motivation then to learn about being a human and to figure out that that sense of non-vitality and lack of life is not because you don't have a soul or the essence of life it's not anything monstrous it's your actual human being nervous system that in your first year of life with your embodied brain protected you and to be able and say you know what to your own self i was a zero one-year-old and my brain developed in a household that i didn't have any person who paid attention to me at all my nervous system is only now uncovering some of this and i might never be able to who knows no never say never that's the whole part i can and want to move into my human being homeostasis i have a right to it i know i do um and now i can understand it because of good trauma therapists and good in the in between i'm an in between but i have trauma educational material and sure okay so in your relationships you don't have drama because you have compassion prefrontal cortex turns on you're able to be in a mind sight lens to know your five senses your sixth sense introception and then the seventh your mental activity and your eighth your connectivity to others but first your connectivity to yourself is your whole and then your differentiated self you have thoughts and feelings and another has the, the, the thoughts and feelings of their own okay so when i'm around people back to the part of when we're around evil quote unquote people who need a good therapist they're not going to present much you're really just going to perceive them in the energy sphere and that's because we have a 4d collective that supports the whole idea of this um, spiritual warfare which is not happening but again let me put that to the side and as we end relationships on this beautiful solar eclipse and new moon dharma knowing how to 
sit in the middle and know that you're not a piece of shit and you're not a piece of gold. <laughs> you're a human baby. And star is the bonus. Oh, it's a bonus. We are all energy. So being able to be shown a cup of love by the life that you are, it's because of having people around you that have reminded you that you're a person and we're all flawed and imperfect. But we all have life inside of us and that we don't have to think of it as free will in the way of only if you have it can you be a good person or not our nature as human beings is love our mammalian heritage is our ventral vagal nervous system state and that's because our restorative embodied self we will have known that for even just one second before our birth or something along those lines these are always the mental health researchers that i get to hear from and we also will know of at least one second of secure attachment so your own human being brain and body knows of the day that you were oneness with purusha prakriti and if you don't resist as it leads you to bringing yourself here and resistance though is not about blockages when you are projecting let me take care of you, mommy, daddy, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy. Let me change you, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy, daddy, mommy, mommy. Okay, those are the moments, which is why we have a 43D collective, because people don't see that they're not here because human beings are broken. The whole 144,000 that they talk about. So if you look at humanity and you're a human and you are whole, we're not broken. We evolve and we expand our consciousness. And today we know there is no demon or devil in the body of anybody. What there is is trauma memory potentially and transgenerational at that. And we can help each other through our relationships. But only when, first of all, your primary household, your intimacy, your body is your home. So that emotional body regulation, the nervous system and your embodied brain. And you with your relationships by being respectful, loving and kind and growing them all are able to today be able to stand as yourself, use your name and I'm very happy and uh, just enamored with the fact that you can have your true love, which is first of all yourself, that you know love, that you know it's your nature, and that you now can share love with everyone because it is unconditional first and foremost from within you and there is no shame. There's no shame about being imperfect human beings. There's only the knowingness, yeah, we, we are imperfect. And our survival nervous system kept us protected from those animals. And yes, I love animals all the while. I'm not going to the forest. Don't bring me to the forest. I want the city with the people. <laughs> so if people in 40 want to call that uh, whatever, go for it. Peace out, man. You can go and be with the animals. I'm going to keep living into the future. I know it might not look pretty because the star, the sun will go out. But I still want to live. You know why? Why would I not? Why would I not? So... At the end of the day, when you do love life and you are all-inclusive, again, human nature, it's to love. So you love you. I love you. You love me. We're a big, happy family. I don't remember which cartoon that was from, but we are all star babies. But first of all, we're all human babies. Let us allow ourselves to share what it is like to be Dharma and to know that we're all a big soul family. Yes, there might be a lower toroidal field, and it might stick around, but with the good therapists, they will get help, the ones who want it. And if they don't, well, if they live in the in-between of the movies, we already know what that looks like, because it's all over the place. And in the meantime, thank goodness for the system, because we have 
how to handle everything. And we have the good therapists who are making their way to the system so that they can support people with compassion-based therapy to help them heal their unresolved trauma through mindfulness, meditation, all of the yoga, everything that helps to put that ventral vagal nervous system in check and online and working with the brain and the prefrontal cortex and explaining the psych education, destigmatizing everything. So let's bring it together as well. Let's again, talk to each other, share love. I'm very, very happy that you can look at yourself with curiosity and unconditional love and that you can share your stories with people. And if anybody ever, any body, any, any mouth ever is in any way, shape or form, harsh and unforgiving, remember they're an adaptive child that has an inner child. They're projecting. And so that's your opportunity to practice being your Zen master. And it's being the heart body, value body, physical, energy, emotional, and mental body of you. Functional adult you integrated brain that is able to stay in somatic empath modality, compassion, insula lights up, amygdala, temporal junction, prefrontal cortex, check, 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 ventral vagal, check, your oxytocin gene hormone on, check, and you're like, this is a person in front of me, it ain't no demon, devil, evil, baby, it's a person who is in their biological rudeness, thank you, Stephen Porges, they're in their survival mode, I'm going to step slowly away from you, <laughs> thank you so much, Try to not make, it depends, it all depends. So if it's a two-year-old that just wants a four, you give them a four, it's good. If they're a two-year-old who's curious about you in a good way, you're going to get a beautiful conversation. If it's a two-year-old who wants to try to get quote-unquote under your skin, that's going to be different. It'll play out in many different scenarios, but since your heart is yours and it's a muscle, they're not going to be getting underneath anybody's skin. They're just going to be trying to figure you out and they won't be able to because they're not actually understanding. You're just being you and you're not understanding what they're doing. And so you're probably going to be like, what are you doing? <laughs> are we done? I, I, was, I, was, I was having fun. I'll, so long story short, this is why the clown faces, they remain clowns unless they want to unmask themselves. We are not clowns, so we don't have a mask to take off. When they're trying to take off a mask, it's like, I don't know what you're looking for. <laughs> I'm not sure why you keep wigwagging. So long story short, you figure that one out. Pretty cool, huh? Isn't it fun to be a human baby with the stars? <laughs> On that note, with this lovely solar eclipse and new moon, I do know that being able for you to be in this spot of unconditional love, no shame, the ability to know that when pushy people are around, the clown faces that they have a journey if they want ahead of them. You don't have to participate. They're the ones who get to learn how to move forward in a balanced way with self-empowerment, thanks to your unconditional love. And if you have any of those struggles because of having been a person who has had the past with childhood trauma, you know a community that you can turn to for that support. You are, though, getting to put into practice how to say no and how to not feel that you owe anyone anything. There is no person or subject matter expert, for that matter, spirituality guru, no individual who is superior to any of us, any of us. People who want to maintain or do maintain their religious belief system in the way of their being a supernatural, that's their choice. That's their conscious choice. 
5D mystics and functional adults, we move beyond spirituality because we know of the scientific methodology and it teaches us about the lovely embodied brain and the nervous system. And that teaches us how there is no demon or devil in the body of a person. There is, however, the three-year-old that has built implicit memory. So there are three-year-old implicit memory things going on. There's a potential defectiveness, shame, heartbreak, gut wrench, and that's very sad. When they get into their spiteful mode, that's very sad. Of course, we don't want to be around people who don't have our well-being in mind, so we learn how to keep an eye out, and that's all. So in the meantime, again, we'll be back with more. Treat yourself with kindness and love and allow yourself to put into practice telling people how you feel and knowing that you cannot actually create disruption. Any true connection does not end because you tell a person how you feel or that you have a story. The idea that that would end something is the very aspect that a lot of people don't realize is an indication of defectiveness, broken, shame. And that means that you don't think somebody will accept you for who you are as you are. And that is why the minute that you have that feeling is the minute that you can remind yourself, I am who I am. And I unconsciously love who I am with flaws and imperfections. My three-year-old, my zero-year-old, my one-year-old. I am a nervous system, an embodied brain, I'm a person. I make mistakes like anybody else does. I'm not my greatest mistake. And I'm a person who deserves, like anybody else, to be who I am. And I know how to maintain a stance of love and respect securely towards others. And if I fuck up, I say I'm sorry. And I learn how to disengage. And if I don't agree, I still will learn how to move away or do something different. I don't need to be in my charged state. I don't want to be in my survival fight-flight mode or in any other mode. I want to be in my ventral vagal optimization, human being, human 101, integration of the brain, restorative embodied self mode. I want to be a grown-up me emotionally and mentally. I like to have conversations with people and I know that healthy self-worth is I'm not superior or inferior to anyone and no one is superior or inferior to me and my three-year-old will learn this in time because that's exactly what we do learn. We learn that no human being or any voice or any image, imagine anything, nothing is superior or inferior in your heart and that's where in your body you feel at ease your ventral vagal nervous system means that your body is soft and that you're able to keep on talking you'll notice it from your words from your tone from your charge you don't have one the more equanimity you embody the more you will notice the presence that you can have within yourself and then engage with others Long story short, it's beautiful to have relationships, minus the drama for sure, but it is all about emotional body regulation skills when you are connected, of course, to your emotions, taking ownership of your mind, knowing mindset and your relationship to the external and to substances, everything. It's your relationship and learning about trauma-informed stuff or at the very least being aware of it and the attachment system and knowing your attachment system, your social system and your mind. Okay, so let's keep it 
all moving towards your nature, which is love, that's human nature. But it's when we're established in our integrated brains, a restorative embodied selves, the optimization of our human life, lovely experience. And we don't need to be concerned with once we go away. We, we all do know mystics. I love my oversoul. We all know. I know I have a future. I'm happy about it. So some of us are definitely going to be back, even though we won't remember this lifetime, but it's okay. We don't have to think about that for now. Have a wonderful solar eclipse. Have a wonderful new moon. We'll be back with, most likely I'll do another episode on the day of. This is a pre-recorded one, but I feel really, really good about all of these lovely energies. So keep me posted. If you have any questions, always let me know. We have paid subscription-based model content for your Oversoul 5D guidance questions. So anything that is guidance from a 5D mystics perspective, for Oversoul, it's paid subscription-based model content. And then remember to subscribe if you want more on emotional regulation building skills. Write me your questions on the relationships minus the drama. Write me your questions. So I will come up with the own ideas of content. But for now, we're going to base subscription-based model content on you subscribing and sending me your questions. Remember, we have the Telegram group. And on that note, again, have a wonderful day.